Downloads of this show are available on Podomatic.com and the Podomatic mobile app. If you want to become financially independent, come to my seminar. Let me show you how to make the fortune you have always dreamed about. Ready? Go! What happens if you are named in Nelson Rockefeller's will? You get rich quick. Stand on the line, turn the game again. Everybody's gonna lose, and I'm gonna win. Gonna get rich quick. This is my lucky day. Hello, everybody, and welcome once again to another scintillating, uh, brilliant, yeah, uh. Fact and fun-filled episode of Get Rich Quick with Josh and Noel right here on Radio Free Brooklyn, your home for all Thanksgiving leftovers. Yeah, yeah, I would like that. Mm, if you could just go to Radio Free Brooklyn and just eat leftovers, mm-hmm. Thanksgiving leftovers, but they'd have to be fresh leftovers. They couldn't oh. be like, well... You don't want rotten food. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, if it was just after Thanksgiving and then you were rolling in in July, uh-huh. that would be pretty awful, those leftovers. Yeah. Unless, Unless they, they were, were in the frozen. freezer. They'd still not be great. I mean, they wouldn't be rotten, mm-hmm. but they would be freezer burned. It's really unpleasant okay. if you think about it. Um, this is our first show post-Thanksgiving. Yeah. We're just a, a few days removed from Thanksgiving. We sure are. I'm still feeling the effects of the L tryptophan coursing through my bra- my brains. Okay. My veins. So we got a slow, oh, slow I'm gonna be I'm gonna be sluggish today, okay. Noel. It also doesn't help that I like took a nap like five minutes before you showed up. <laughs> I was like out on the couch. Yeah. Um, so yeah. if it sounds like we're swimming through gravy today, yeah, it's because I am because it's coursing through my veins. Yeah, I am actually I have gravy veins. Yeah, so this is the show where I, Josh Rubin, and I, Noldeny, come together once a week and put our big brains separately and then together. Uh, separately, we do all of the research for our ideas to get you as rich as humanly possible on a given topic for that week. We do. And then we come together and we smush those brains together to make one gigantor brain. And we give you those ideas. Yeah. We give them to you. A brain ducking. That's, yeah, that's exactly what it is. My brain, your brain wrapped by my brain because I have the bigger brain. Okay. For sure. All right. Um, I absorb your brain. Uh, and I come up with unassailable concepts and ideas, and then I rip yours apart, um, (laughs) (laughs) just to prove my, 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 uh, uh, greater worth to the world at large. Yeah. Um, and, uh, so we come up with the idea, these ideas on a topic to get, uh, very wealthy on that topic with, um, does that make sense? Yes. What I just say made sense. And, uh. See, this is what happens when I absorb your brain. Sometimes I start to speak like you. Oh, and I that'd just, be awesome. I don't make sense sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, 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 we put it out there across the uh, airwaves. Are they? Are these actually airwaves or not really? Uh, between the speaker or headset mm-hmm. and your eardrum. Yeah. Those are airwaves. Those are airwaves. All right. So we put them out across the airwaves for all to just take. Yeah. Take, Man, take, take. Women. Uh, I've said children, this before. Any ethnicity. That's right. We don't care. We don't. We any don't, religion. We don't judge. No religion. We don't care where you're from. We don't care what you look like. No. That's why we do radio. Yeah. Because if you saw what we look like, 
you wouldn't watch us. That's right. I, I'm actually <clears throat> hoping to get a whole lot of Uggos rich. That would be great. But you see what happens when Uggos get rich. Yeah, they get all plastic surgery out, and they all look like that weird cat face person. The, that happens, or they become president, become like Harvey Weinstein <laughs> and Donald oh, Trump, yeah. and uh, you know, Louis C.K. Yeah, the list goes on and on, on and on, like you know? five a day. Uggos, you know, they're beating down his children for being Uggos, and then they're uh, they get some money and power, and they they want to take it out on the world. Okay, Uggs, be nice when uh, we hand you this power today. That's right. Money doesn't mean you get to be an asshole. Nope. And clearly you can't get away with everything. Nope. It'll come back to get you at some point. Yep. So we give you these ideas. Yep. Ugly or not. Ugly or not. Doesn't matter where you live. Doesn't matter what you look like. Doesn't uh-huh. matter uh, uh, anything. Nothing. Age, religion, ethnicity means nothing Height. to us. Height. Eh. I don't <laughs> like short people to really use our stuff. Anybody below like five, two. No. I uh, you, you guys can use my ideas. Nope, nope. Can't use any of the ideas from the show. What? They're just not made for it. Our ideas are made for taller people. No, I've got ideas that require people to get into small spaces. Have you? Yeah. Oh, okay. To put out the fire and save the town. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, so we give you these ideas, guys. And unlike... These other get-rich-quick people out there. Mm-hmm. Not naming any names. Nope. They know who they are. Yeah. Greg Cardone. Shucksters. Uh, Daniel Alley. Yeah. We don't ask for any money up front. We don't have one idea no. that we say is the guaranteed fortune maker No. that we then say, we're going to tease you with this. We're going to do an mm-hmm. hour podcast that's just a tease no. about how you're going to get no. rich. We give you the whole potato. That's right. We give you the whole potato. Yeah. He does. He just barely gives you the peels. Yeah. That's yeah. all. He's giving you like some fried peels, and you're tasting the fry is what's delicious. It's yeah. not the peel. The fry is delicious. You're like, man, I want some of that potato. But that potato doesn't have anything to it. It's no. mealy. We're not giving you these ideas to get rich with our hands out. No. We give you these ideas to get rich with our hands in your back pocket. In your back pocket. That's what we that's what we do. So when you get rich, hugely you, rich. Yeah, and you put all that money Lots in your money. wallet, big wallet. Our hands are in your back pocket. Yep. But we're not taking all of it. No. What are we taking, Noel? We're taking 10%. That's all we ask. Yeah. You go out there, you make the kind of money you deserve that you know inside you deserve. Even if you have low self-esteem, <laughs> Under that low self-esteem, you know you deserve it. That's right. And then that's covered by a layer of, I don't deserve anything. Mm. But you do. You've been talking to my shrink. (laughs) And then you go out, you make that money, Mm -hmm. and you remember to give thanks. And how does one give thanks, Noel? The 10%. Give it 10% of everything you make. That's all. That's all it is. I mean... It seems pretty straightforward. Yep. Think of us as a charity, but a charity that gives to you yeah. and everyone else. It's a circle. That's right. And you can keep this charity functioning yep. by giving us, tithing us 10%. We pay it forward. You pay it back. Yep. Pay it backwards. Yeah. That's how I like to put it. <laughs> so anyway. Josh's actually wearing a t-shirt with that on it right now. Pay it backwards. Yep. Um, so that's what we do, guys. Mm-hmm. That's That's what we're here for. Basically... Pick a topic, come up with ideas, yep. give them to you. You uh, do whatever the hell you want with them. Anything. Yep. You know, holiday season is upon us. Mm-hmm. You need that money. That's right. 
It's true. We're coming into that. And a lot of these ideas are ideas that will get, I mean, it's get rich quick. Yeah. It's not get you rich in like three years. No, 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 no. You got time. You got time. You're still going to be able to get it delivered without having to get express delivery. That's right. We're actually recording this on Black Friday. We are. For those of you who don't have Black Friday around the rest of the world that listen to us around the rest of the world, yeah, that is the uh, grossest most... day of the year. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. Is there is Black Friday a Canadian thing too? Well, you don't yeah. have American Thanksgiving, but they still have it. Did it fall on the same day? Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Is it as crazy and mad? I don't think so, because it's not like everyone has it off. Right. You yeah, know? that's true. Everyone has Friday after Thanksgiving on. Well, a lot of people. Although it's like, you know, all the holiday stuff is now starting two weeks before Thanksgiving. Yeah. All the Christmas holiday stuff is now starting. It's going to wrap. It's going to wrap around. It's going to wrap around the year. Yeah. They're just going to figure out. Christmas is over. Christmas is one. Yeah. Everyone, every day is Christmas now. That wouldn't be a bad thing. Yeah. If every day was Christmas, yeah, as like opposed that. to if every day was shopping just for Christmas. Yeah, every day is a week before Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the worst thing ever. It would be, yeah. Uh, anyway, Noel. Yeah. So I haven't seen Noel no. since last week. No. And uh, we both lived our holidays. We did. And uh, how you doing, man? How was your week? It was bonito. Thank you for asking. Uh, you know, I got a pizza last week. And... I couldn't find mm-hmm. my crushed red peppers that I like to put on them. Mm-hmm. And then I realized, oh, I've got that old bottle. So let me tell you something about this bottle of peppers. Uh-huh. I used to work with a guy from Jersey. Mm-hmm. And he gave me this bottle of like locally grown Jersey crushed peppers. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the holes on the top of the jar... It was, like, made by a farmer, right, who had just bought this bottle and put the stuff in. Yeah. And the holes were too small for any of the pieces of anything in there. So nothing would come out. Well, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Is you would shake that over your pizza, mm-hmm. and it would look like not a single thing came out. But it would be blast your face off spicy. It would just be, like, these peppers were really spicy, and it would just be the dust coming out. It would out. just be the heat you were actually just shaking the heat out yeah. onto your pizza. Yeah. And so I, you know, I get pizza a decent amount. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you don't get real New York pizza, though. I, I do sometimes. Oh, too. you do? Yeah. I, you I'll, get that awful, like, uh, thin crust Chicago style. I uh, love it. I've only been getting that in the last, like, year Ugh. because a place opened up by me and it, it, it was there for a while. And I had, had gotten the thin, and I was like, oh, yeah, it scratches an itch. Mm-hmm. And then I tried it again a while later, and it's like, oh, man, they got it right. Doesn't the whole, like, Spunto chain do that style of pizza, Spuntos nah, and Pazzo? And nobody. Go to Emmett's on Sullivan between Houston and Prince. Great. If you and wanna... get thin Chicago pizza with sausage. You'll love it. Yeah, if you want to eat that kind of pizza. Who doesn't? Uh, and so, <laughs> but all good slices and stuff like that, too. Yeah, whatever. And anyway. Anyway. So this... You had to be careful, even though it never looked like anything was coming out of this uh, thing of crushed peppers. And this one jar of crushed peppers I used exclusively for probably over five years. And I eat a fair amount How of pizza. How do you have that? How does it? Because it's just so little actually coming out. That it's needs so to do little the trick. coming out. Uh-huh. And as you're shaking it, I guess you're kind of decimating what's in there, <clears throat> grinding it up a little bit. I guess. And then it actually, I was eventually was just like, this is crazy. I should get new peppers. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, but so I couldn't find my my current bottle of peppers, mm-hmm. and I found this old bottle of peppers still there. And I shook it. Yeah, I'm I'm a you know I don't throw things out. <laughs> uh, and still, still, we're talking now. Twelve years later, probably no. Really, St- it still worked, like but, but I haven't been using it constantly. Yeah, lately. Well, still, you know, when you when you you know they they talk about. I know it's not ground per se. Yeah, but it is the you know these peppers are the pepper flakes. Yeah, the uh, the seeds yeah. of the pepper that have been dried out and the left skin. there. Um. Oh, he, he grinds up the whole pepper. He dries the whole pepper and grinds it. Uh. Yeah. It, it, it's not ground really, but chopped up. Yeah. It's it's the flesh too. Yeah. Wow, that's kind of surprising. Well, it's like pepper flakes at a pizza place. Pepper flakes at a pizza place are just the seeds. Yeah, it's not just seeds. Yeah, in okay. The, in the skin. Wow, that's like a, a pizza miracle. It is a pizza miracle. That you had there. Did you, I mean, out of curiosity, did uh-huh. you, after after that happened, did you realize what a miracle it was, and did you get on your knees and pray and thank God? I ate the pizza. <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> and was it still hot? It was, uh, yeah, it too was. Too hot. It wasn't Face too hot blastingly anymore. hot. It was, it was, it was head mellowed with age, like so us. This is, uh, um, so this is the thing, the question I have. Okay. So even though this thing wasn't finished, uh-huh. and you liked it, yeah, you still said, oh, I gotta get, I gotta get a whole new thing of peppers, uh-huh. and never use this again. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, just checking. I just felt like I'm eating old food. Uh huh. You know. Gotcha. But you didn't throw it out. No, I didn't throw it out. I just <laughs> kind of shoved it further back in my spice <laughs> counter. <laughs> All right, I'll go with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I said, Noel, that's like a pizza miracle. It is. Um, did you see uh, Jesus Christ or the uh, Jesus crust? Jesus. <laughs> 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 that would be the greatest name for a pizza place uh-huh. in the world. Yeah. You should open up a pizza place called Jesus Crust. Yeah. That would oh my God. Um <laughs> Well, there you go. And it's funny uh-huh. that you had that pizza miracle, Noel. Uh, yeah. Because in case you guys couldn't tell from the amount of times I've called it a miracle. <laughs> Today's topic is... It, today's topic is miracles, how to get rich with them. That's right. I needed a miracle to help me come up with my ideas yeah. this week. Yeah, I needed a miracle, and I didn't get one, because I'm Jewish, and I think we may be the only religion that doesn't believe in miracles. Uh, what do you call the uh, the plagues? I guess they're bad miracles. Miracles should be good. I don't think they were referred to as miracles. Okay. I mean, I understand that they were divine interventions. Yeah. <clears throat> I, 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 no, I guess the burning bush was considered. I guess the yeah, the, the Ten Commandments was considered a miracle, yeah. right? Parting of the Red Sea. Yeah, I guess those are all considered miracles. We never. I don't know. You know, I, I manna mean, from heaven. I was never like terribly religious. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But I did go uh, to appease my grandparents and my parents that I needed to get bar mitzvah. I went to Saturday school for a while. We never specifically talked about miracles, mm-hmm. right? I mean, there's no canonization of uh, of uh, uh, uh of Jewish, there's no like Jewish saints or anything like that. There's some rabbis, yeah. Uh, but then again, you have like uh, I don't know. It's weird now that I think about it. You got like the Lubavitcher Jews who believe that their head rabbi is going to come back and that yeah. he's the son of God there and he's going to uh, 
you know, and then he never came back on the date that was set. And they just said, all right, well, next time. Yeah. We'll keep going. Yeah. Keep believing See what you we believe. See next Tuesday. Yeah. It's all very strange. Um, but miracles, Noel. Uh-huh. Getting rich off them. Yeah. How are we going to get rich well, oh, from miracles? I mean, go. besides, like, just having a miracle happen that gets you rich. <laughs> yeah. I hope that's not your idea. No, that is not my idea. Because that's mine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you guys, saints, right? There mm-hmm. are 810 formally <clears throat> canonized saints. Mm-hmm. Uh, in order to be canonized, uh, well, actually, in order to be beatified, mm-hmm. you need four miracles under your belt, mm-hmm. uh, and two more for canonization. So that is six miracles per saint. That's 4,860 miracles. What is the difference between beatification and canonization for those of us who don't know anything about your religion? Uh, well, canonization is you're a saint. Right. And what's beatification? It's, I know, you're a holy person, I you're guess. You're like pre-sainthood? Yeah. You're like not good enough to be a saint, but it's an acknowledgement that you were a special person. Yes. You were touched by God. Yeah. And not in the dirty way. No. Right. Or maybe two. Well, maybe that's how you got your powers. Yeah. Uh, I'll stop. Uh, so, um, you know what? One interesting thing I had read mm-hmm. is so, but, I, but it's still going to be, there's got to be a, other people there with more miracles than just <clears throat> the bare minimum they needed. But Joan of Arc mm-hmm. was actually beatified with only three miracles because they gave her the extra one just because she saved France. That's reasonable. Yeah. I feel like if you save a... But then she had two more miracles to get sainthood. So That's why true. didn't they give all four for beatification, one for sainthood, and then just give her the, the, the topper, top her off? Oh, I see what you're saying. Like they gave her a freebie in the middle. Huh. I don't know. You know, sometimes uh, when I was reading, sometimes the... Because uh, the beatification with a lot of people comes well before the sainthood part of it. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Uh, okay, maybe. So it's <clears throat> it's like the guy I'm going to talk about later, Padre Pio. Oh. <laughs> he uh, he uh, was beatified well before his sainthood. Okay. And then the sainthood came much later on. Okay. Uh, so so anyway, uh, that's that's what you need to become a saint. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's a lot of miracles out there if we just look at saints. Right. Uh, so I started looking at saints. Mm-hmm. Uh, for instance, we have Saint Dennis. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you know about him? Nope. So he was beheaded <clears throat> in the third century. Is he the saint of all things menace? Yes. <laughs> yeah, he is. Um, <clears throat> and after he was beheaded, he proceeded to pick up his head and walk several miles to his resting place Holy with his head shit. preaching the gospel the whole way. That's horrifying. It's great. Uh, there's St. <laughs> Blaine, spelt B-L-A-A-N. I've heard of St. Blaine. He is a 6th century <clears throat> Scottish bishop, mm-hmm. and on multiple occasions, he shot fire out of his fingers to light candles. Yeah, he's the saint of magicians, isn't he? Oh, like David Blaine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and there's St. Bridget, 6th <laughs> uh-huh. century Ireland. She, she could hang her wet clothes on a sunbeam, mm. her cold, wet clothes, mm-hmm. and she could turn water into love potion or beer. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. She knew how to party, this girl. She did. 
<laughs> she did. Uh, yeah, and she is one of the patron saints of Ireland. You know, some would say yeah. that beer is a love potion. Love, you know, love, love goggles. That's right. Beer goggles. Beer goggles. Yeah. Yeah, so maybe they're one in the same. Maybe. But they needed to give her something else. Yeah. But still, that's only three, right? Well, I, I'm the just St. Dennis for... guy. I mean, look, I I'm, think... I'm just pulling out the good ones. Okay, I and think... The... Okay, go ahead. Sorry. Because <laughs> we're going to... Apparently, we'll <laughs> no, do this okay, for the rest of the conversation. It. No, I'm not mansplaining. Okay. I'm just having a... No, I know, wow, I know, mansplaining. Know. <laughs> <laughs> having a conversation. Yeah. Giving an opinion. Uh-huh. Right, that's mansplaining, apparently. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I just think like you should be if you're if your shit is so powerful, yeah, right that you can have your head chopped off. I know, and you can pick your head up oh. and walk it to your grave. Yeah, while the head is still speaking Gospel. the entire time. Yep. Circular to me, breathing. You should immediately like there should be, what what other miracles need to happen? You to gotta say, like heal <clears throat> a hole in a woman's foot. But but this is what I'm saying. It's yeah. like so if you're doing that, yeah, you're either possessed by a demon uh-huh. if you're i mean especially if you're living in the Christian, or you're touched by god yeah it's one of the two mm-hmm. right so i mean i think you go with touched by god especially if you speak in the gospel yeah and that alone should make him uh, uh saintly that one probably tipped him over the edge i would uh, just just a bit yeah uh so there was saint john bosco you hear this guy he is the patron saint of chocolate syrup <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. uh he is a 19th century italian priest and an enormous gray dog would appear at his side at times of need, and he could ride it to safety. Uh, but the dog would also save him from multiple assassinations, and uh, he could talk to the dog named Il Grigo, the gray uh, one, yeah, to make sure he didn't kill the attackers. So the dog would go and maul these uh-huh. assassins. Apparently, he had so many people trying to assassinate him. Why did he have so many enemies? I don't know. It was a different time being a priest back then. It sure was. The warrior priest was a big thing. And uh, (laughs) so, but he would talk to the dog and make sure El Grigo did not kill the assassins. He's a good person. Yeah, he was. He's a saint. Yeah. Well, there you go. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, There was St. Martin de Porres. Mm -hmm. He was the first black saint in the Americas. Right. He, he was a uh, 16th century Lima, Peru. Mm-hmm. He made peace with the rats. He was asked to put out poison at the convent to kill him. Mm-hmm. He put out the poison, and they went to a garden and called all the rats into the garden, and they all came, and he told them about the poison and made a deal with them that, since I've told you this, mm-hmm. You'll be obedient rats. He's a trickster, huh? Yeah. He's like, I'm going to put out the poison, then I'm going to tell you about the poison, yep. but we're going to be simpatico. Yep. I'm a buddy with you. Yeah. Now you got to chill out. Yeah. Uh, and if you think he's a trickster there, uh-huh. he could also appear in two places at once. Whoa. Yep. He's like an X-Man. He is. Uh, and there is St. Joseph of Cupertino. Mm-hmm. He's a 17th century Italian monk. He could levitate and fly around. Uh, there's St. Margaret of Antioch, mm-hmm. third century Antioch, I don't know where that is, uh, refused to marry a Roman governor because of her pledge of chastity. He locked <sighs> her up. One day, a Satan dragon swallowed her whole, and she oh my God. cut her way out with a cross. Wow. As you alluded to, like X-Men. Yeah. Like superheroes. Yeah. Uh, so here's what we're going to do. We have a three-tiered plan. Oh, three tiers. Three-tiered. Okay. Tier one. Mm-hmm. 
you're going to make comic books starring this team of saints, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, miracle workers, mm-hmm. you can call them. Saints Alive. Yeah, Saints Alive. All Saints Day. All Saints. Well, that, that'd that be an ep- like a one issue's name. Right. Uh, so they fight evil and preach the gospel. Yeah. Right? And all, and, <clears throat> and all these Christians will snatch them up for their kids. Yeah. Think it's great. Absolutely. I'm surprised no one's done that already. Yeah. Tier two, <coughs> you are going to make a non-satanic D&D game where each person plays a saint. <coughs> oh, great idea. Right? The, yep. the, this satanic D&D that is turning children to Satan. Mm-hmm. No more. No nope. more. Nope. Now it's like, I rolled this, so uh, I'm going to take my head off, throw it to my levitating friend, who then is going to chuck it at the demon while it's preaching. Yeah. You know? I like uh, it. You know, the teamwork. Yep. Uh, and Makes the dream work. Teamwork makes the dream work. Yeah. Speaking of dream work, we're talking dream works because yeah. after you got a lot yeah. of money, you're going to make <laughs> a Marvel-style superhero of movie you are. with these of saints. Of course you are. This team of saints who's uh-huh. fighting evil, spreading the gospel. We, we don't have to... Spider-Man, they're all demon people. They are. They're possessed. They'll be saints performing miracles. Yep. That's it. I think it's amazing. I think it's a great idea. Yeah. Period. End of story. I mean... A lot of money. There's a lot of money and, in and that. Very low barrier of entry. Yeah, for sure. You just gotta you just gotta come up with the artwork and the story. Yeah. And you know, it's not gonna take a lot of marketing. You know, you just need to start just you hand out the first couple issues. Yep. And all the churches in Catholic churches around the country, around the world. Yeah. And uh people will snap it up. Yep. Find your find <laughs> your closest bakery that refuses to sell cakes to gay people. Well, you gotta watch out because Christians I don't think believe in saints, do they? I like the evangelicals they don't believe in do, saints. They just don't want you to worship them. Is that what it is? I think so. Because I feel like the whole because the whole, you can't be conferred a saint uh-huh. unless you uh, unless the pope does it. It's well, got to yeah. come yeah, yeah. from the 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 the. Uh, it's got to come from the Vatican. And eh, there's enough Catholics out there. And the uh, right exactly because the evangelicals uh-huh. are super anti. They're anti-papist. And all the Greek Orthodox, all that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, for they sure. They love them. Oh, I mean, look, you are going to sell. There are so many Catholics in this world yeah. alone. Oh, yeah. You've got all of Western and Eastern Europe. Ugh. You've got all of South America. Mm-hmm. You've got huge swaths of North America. Uh-huh. Um, you know, not so much China. Uh, very, very quickly growing <clears throat> in, in Asia. Is Catholicism growing in Asia? At Korea, it's huge. Catholicism uh, or like evangelical Baptist? Uh, well, all <laughs> forms, but right. but uh, Catholicism is is growing greatly. Philippines, huh. that's right. Philippines, the Philippines is are hundred yep, percent, yep, except yep. for the that's because of the Spaniards, Muslim people that they're fighting against. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's all over the place, guys. You're gonna make a lot of money. <clears throat> yeah, you are. That's true. I can't deny that. That yeah. one's big. Yeah, yeah. There you go. There you go. Good for you. So, Mr. Josh. Yeah. What do you guys say? Oh, nothing. <laughs> um, so, as I alluded to, uh, I, I was talking about Padre Pio. Yeah. Who is, uh, I believe, the last uh, person canonized. 
Oh. I think he's the, the most... Re- and this was in 2002. Okay. There may have been someone after that. Wait, what's going on with Mother Teresa? Didn't they just decide to make her a saint? I do not know. Okay. I couldn't tell you. All right. I thought I thought they had done that a while ago. Am I wrong? Or had they beatified she her? She had been beatified. Right. So yeah. she may, I mean, maybe they've decided to make her a saint, and, yeah. and they're, they're looking into it. There is a lengthy process that one has to go to. They have to confirm all of these... Uh, Miracles. You know, the miracles. They have to confirm them. Yeah. <laughs> but Padre Pio, so in 2002, he was made a uh, he was made a saint. And Padre Pio's deal was uh, Italian fellow. Okay. Born in 1898. Uh, at the age of five, realized that, knew at the age of five that he was going to uh, give his life over to God. Okay. All right. Um, sickly child. Uh, missed a lot of school because he had to work. Um, and his father actually, to get his son to get into, I don't remember which uh, 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 leg, arm of the uh, brotherhood he was in. I think it was the Capuchin okay. monks. Uh, the kids actually had to have a certain level of schooling uh, before getting into that uh, order. Okay. Um, Did they make the cappuccinos? No, they made the monkeys, the cappuccine <laughs> monkeys. Is actually what they were famous for making them okay. from scratch and giving them life because they're all saints. Yeah, um, but uh, the cappuccine monks had actually had actually had uh, a certain. You had to have a certain level of schooling to get into the order as a child. Okay, and because he had to work, and also because he was so sickly, he did not have that level of schooling. And his father actually, like this, is a parent's love. Had five other siblings, right? His father went to America and worked to send money over so his sickly son could have tutors and homeschooling uh-huh. uh, so he could get the uh, level of knowledge needed to get into the order as a child. That's a parent's love. That's a parent's sacrifice. That's yeah. all I'm going to say to you people out there. <laughs> Make his child's dream come true. Yeah. Well, so later on in life... Uh, at one point in 1918, on September 20th, while hearing confessions, Padre Pio had his first occurrence of the stigmata. Uh, okay. Now, you know what the stigmata is, right? Yeah. It's when people start to, uh, uh, well, the stigmata is a reference to the uh, wounds that Jesus received uh, while being hung up from being hung on the cross. The classic stigmata is uh, center of the hands, Blood coming from the center of hands, the top of the feet, and the bottom of the feet, for that matter. But uh-huh. uh, and and then the if crown of someone's really going through, and it blood dripping down the forehead from the crown of thorns. I, I think it technically could be like the whipping too. That well, so I've seen in in the research of this, there are tons of people who basically will start to bleed. Also, the chest too from the uh, the the being poked, stabbed with the uh, uh, spear yeah, yeah. Okay. under the ribs there. Yeah. But there are people who uh, uh, fake this, and uh, they will show. It's still called stigmata as long as it comes up as some sort of uh, uh, fits within the religious symbolism of it. Okay, right. So it doesn't necessarily have to be in the center of the hand. Some people do it in the wrist, which is more likely where he got hammered. Yeah. Uh, there will be people who have like crosses of blood show up on their arms, and they'll refer to it as the stigmata. It's a lot of lot of things that that are that seem to pass okay. uh, through the Catholic canon of stigmata. But anyway, so 
<clears throat> he started uh, uh, getting the bodily marks, pain, and bleeding in locations corresponding to the crucifixion wounds of Jesus Christ. This phenomenon occurred on him for 50 years until the end of the life. Apparently, the blood flowing from the stigmata smelled of perfume or flowers, which is a uh, phenomenon mentioned in stories of the lives of several saints and often referred to as the odor of sanctity. Okay. Um, While Padre Pio claimed that he would have preferred to have suffered in silence or secrecy, uh, as these things do, news spreads. Yeah. Um, and throughout the secular word, and supposedly physicians were brought in to examine him, uh, and he was told that he had the stigmata. Now, the thing with Padre Pio is they would come and go, and when they would go, there would be no mark left whatsoever, and then he would be fine for several months, and then suddenly they would come back again. Yeah. And the main ones with him were the hands. Okay. Um, and it would usually come from clasping his hands together in prayer, and then he'd open his hands up, and boom, there would be the blood on his hands. Um, Padre Pio was beatified, eventually um, canonized by uh, uh, the Pope in 2002, and uh, an estimated 300,000 people attended the canonization ceremony. Huh. He died in 1968. 1968, he died. Um, that's a lot of people showing up. Yeah. You know? For nothing other than to just cheer on the guy, forgetting he's dead already. Not not good. So I started thinking about, wow, <clears throat> that seems like you could make a lot of money off of having the stigmata. Not being stigmatized, yeah. don't get me wrong, but <laughs> having the stigmata. And I was thinking, <clears throat> but like, you know, these brothers, they're not allowed to make money. Uh-huh. So then I started thinking, like, what religions would that work with and what arms would that work with where, uh, you know, things aren't necessarily the uh, most up and up. Okay. Let's just say. Sure. That people, uh, there's not a group in charge that would then look at you and send physicians to check you out. Uh-huh. And I thought to myself, wow, faith healing. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. All those evangelical faith healers. We actually... Know someone uh-huh. who was a, uh, a traveling uh, child. Uh, I don't know if he did faith healing, but he was a child evangelist. Aaron, who did our uh, oh, who did our logo when he was a young kid. Really, he traveled around the Midwest and uh, and 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 Central South. Like you know, he was born and raised in Utah, and he did that whole circus. And he would do tent revivals. I didn't know that. Uh, as a, like a kid. Wow. Like Thanks for the logo, kid. Aaron. Yeah, that's right. We love it. Um, but anyway, um, <clears throat> so I was looking up like, well, how do you, how would you get stigmata? And boy, you look up Padre Pio, and there's a whole lot of people trying to debunk that. Uh-huh. And one thing I saw which made amazing sense to me is middle of one hand, you take iron chloride, and it's a clear liquid chemical, and you put it on the middle of your hand uh-huh. or wherever you want uh-huh. on your hand. Let it dry. Other hand, put potassium cyanide. Let it dry. Also clear. When you clasp your hands together and pray, and those two chemicals touch each other, and you take your hands apart, 
They make a blood-like looking substance. Okay. That's completely painless, uh-huh. completely harmless, and when you wash your hands, all evidence of everything disappears. So this is what you're going to do. So this can be multi-tiered, but this is how you're going to do it. You're going to get on the uh, evangelical faith healing circuit. Uh-huh. Okay? You are going to be the biggest thing since anything. Because none of these guys, they all talk in tongues. They all do the same shtick. Your shtick is going to be different. You're going to be touched by God because you have the stigmata, right? You are going to call people up. You're going to pray over them. When this person, when this is the person you're supposed to heal, when this touches you, and you're going to only choose select people. It's not going to be, you're not going to be like that guy healing everyone. Uh It's going to be like God has anointed you to heal this specific person. God has heard their prayers. You're going to do that thing. You're going to put your hands together. You're going to pray over them, pray over them. You're going to pull your hands away. You're going to have the stigmata. The whole crowd is going to be like, oh, my God. Then you are going to right up on their head, Uh heal them, push them backward, do the little trip thing that they do, right, where they sort of, you know, it was interesting reading how these guys do all this stuff, right? So, like, I'll give you some pointers. So, like, the way they sort of make them fall backwards Mm -hmm. is there's there's twofold ways. One, they'll put the hands on the small of the back and then push push them backwards with the other, and eventually, because they're so stable and their head goes back, they lose balance. Okay. And they just fall backwards. Yep. They can't control themselves. They, they've lost the sense of gravity. And they will actually just fall. The other is another guy, if someone's refusing and pushing against them, they'll put the fingers in their throat and push them backwards with their fingers in the throat. And you can't do anything. If someone's poking you in the throat, you're going to go backwards. And then they would eventually fall over. So you're going to do whatever it takes to do that, but you're going to make them fall over. They're going to have the imprint of the stigmata on your hand. Now, if you really want to go for it, you could take the chloride and the iron, uh, uh, the iron chloride and the and the and the and the cyanide, and you can make them in the shape of Jesus mm-hmm. or whatever shape you want. When you put them together, that will be the imprint that will be left on their forehead, which I think would be pretty heavy. You can make it crazy, but you are going to get. You're going to be in the news. You're going to be in everything, and you're going to get people coming not for these wholesale things, but just hoping that they're going to be the ones chosen to be healed, mm-hmm. right? And so you will have, you will have uh, uh, an endless supply of people coming back, hoping to be the ones chosen. You know, so you can bring out thirty people onto that stage, and you'll just pray over them, pray over them, pray over them. And until you decide whether it's a plant or someone that you know you can get to run around on stage and and you know mind over matter kind of thing, uh, uh, and then choose that one person and that's it. It's the one healing, mm-hmm. and that's the one that God chose you, anointed you to heal. Yeah, and people will come back for ever. <laughs> yeah, I like it. Uh, you know, when I first moved to New York. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is the church that is on, like, Carmine and Bleecker? I can't remember, but I know the one you're talking about. There was a huge crowd, mm-hmm. and there was a line that, like, went around the block, and I was, like, going by, and I asked someone, like, what's going on? And apparently there was some uh, priest there with stigmata. Wow. Visiting, I guess, or wow. something, you know, making the, the rounds. That's an old-school church. You know, I don't know if they still do it. They used to do <coughs> a big fair there. Uh-huh. Every year on Carmine Street, there was a big uh, uh, street fair that they would do. And if you went down to the basement of the church, they had uh-huh. gambling. Okay. 
and sure. you could play like yeah, you could play cards like blackjack and yeah. stuff like that. It was great. Old school. Yeah, old school. <laughs> old school New York Italian church. Um, so uh, around this time, we like to uh, take a little time for Josh and I to explore ways that we're actively trying to get rich, other than by your ten percent. Um, so we'd like to go into what we like to call Josh Knoll's newest segment, Josh Knoll Sellout, uh, where... <laughs> Again, I need to qualify. <laughs> we uh-huh. don't like to call it that. Maybe the royal we? Okay. Meaning you? You're right. It's Josh's idea. Um, <laughs> so you know the typical ways. You can go to the uh, readafreebrooklyn.org webpage, go to the Get Rich Quick with Josh Knoll show page, hit mm-hmm. the sponsor button, and pledge an amount, reoccurring amount, uh, Donate to us. Half mm-hmm. that money will go to Josh and I. Half that money will go to Radio Free Brooklyn. You, if you hate us, you go to the RadioFreeBrooklyn.org webpage. Hit the pledge button and hit a and pledge a one-time or reoccurring amount of money. All that money will go to Radio Free Brooklyn. Mm. Not a dime Not will a go dime. to Josh and I. Nope. And uh, you'll get a tax break because uh, Radio Free Brooklyn is a charitable organization. Uh and you'll be helping us out. Well, you'll be helping them out. Mm-hmm. You'll be helping yourself out because you can leave a note saying cancel these guys. They will gladly do it. I know it's sad. They hate miracles. They really um, do. They hate money. Yeah, our money. Yeah. Uh, but we all know the the real money out there is corporate sponsorship. Yeah. Uh, we, we we once again don't have a sponsor <laughs> this week, so I'd like to actually sponsor someone else. Oh, okay. You know, I just finished. John Hodgman's book, Vacation Land. Uh huh. And it was fantastic. Okay. So we are official sponsors of it. <laughs> are we now? Yeah, yeah, we are. How are we exactly? We're doing it right now. Uh, th- we're sponsoring him. Yeah, we're giving him a plug. Okay. Um, and uh, a leg up. That okay. guy needs it. Right. It's like the Colbert bump. Yeah, exactly. Right. Okay. And, and you know what I thought was great? Because it was the best thing I'd read in a while. Mm-hmm. And. Right at the very, very end of it, you know how I've been doing storytelling, trying to dip my toe into that lately. Yes, you mentioned that. Uh, that's how he wrote this book. Is he? Is he did a whole bunch of gigs and he and he cobbled it together afterwards. Hmm. Is this your eventual goal? Uh, it it is now. Okay. It's become my goal. Yeah. All right. Uh, so there you go. Uh, we are sponsoring him. Yeah. Uh, now. And he's he, we are sponsoring him, even though we're not really sponsoring him, and you are inspired by him. So it seems like a reasonable trade. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and so uh, around this time, you know, we would like to say thanks for, not just for Thanksgiving, but for giving us that opportunity to pursue our dreams. And we... Uh, we don't forget you. We give you a little back, you know, just like you tithe us. We, we're tithing you with an extra little way to get rich. That's right. So, Mr. Josh, please take it away. The Get Rich Quick Tip of the Week, brought to you by Radio Free Brooklyn. You have to master calculations if you want to master your money. Let's say you want to make a million dollars in a year. Well, there's 250 working days, or five times 50, times $4,000 a day, which is $1 million in a year, or $83,333.33 in a month. Now, if I had known those calculations, then I probably would have reached the million dollar mark a lot sooner. The calculator can become your best friend. 
but you have to learn how to use it every single day. Whether you use it on your phone or you use it on your desk, make sure you punch your numbers in so you realize where your money is, so you realize how many people you're reaching, so you realize how many hours you're working, and so you understand the numbers that goes into every single thing that you're currently doing. That makes no sense <laughs> well, whatsoever. It makes perfect sense. <laughs> you, the, you need the calculator to calculate how much money you have to make Yeah. to make a million dollars a year. Doesn't help you uh, make a million dollars a year yeah. in any way, shape, or form. And it'd probably be more apt to make that money if you could make those calculations in your head. Yeah. <laughs> if you were capable of doing that kind of stuff in your head, you know, or you'd need the calculator once yeah. to write down $4,000 a day. Yeah. Period. Boom. End of story. You don't need to use the calculator every day. Yeah, I, I just imagine people listening to that, uh -huh. like who follow him. Yeah. I'm going, yeah. And sitting there and just every day going, uh, I was uh, $3,995 short of my $4,000 uh -huh. a day yesterday. So now that means today I need to make $7,995. Yeah. All right, got to get to work. <laughs> got to get to work. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah. It's also like I forget it's a lot of money you have to make a day. To be a millionaire. Sure. If like, you want to do it in a year. I would be happy making $4,000 a week. Mm -hmm. I would be ecstatic making $4,000 a week at this point in my life. You know, I used <laughs> to work with these traders, right? I used uh -huh. to do IT for them. Uh -huh. And uh, they would take me out to these things. Mm -hmm. And there would <laughs> always be these gaggles of women trying to get at traders. And I'm like, not trying to say like all women are like this. Trader groupies, though. Basically, yeah. yes. And I'm, not, and I'm not saying all women are like this no, by any means. but they were but trying to get themselves a there man, was a all, rich man. A rich man. And uh, we were somewhere one time, and this woman was saying what she did, and then saying, but uh, she was trying to expand, you know, she, she is interested in a lot of other things and trying to expand what she's into. For instance... And then she starts explaining how she was reading the manual for one of those like scientific calculators. Uh huh. <laughs> and that's <laughs> what she's trying that's to her expansion of knowledge. I guess she read somewhere that oh. the, the traders all have scientific calculators oh or something like that. And I, I was like, my. I think my jaw hit the ground. Uh -huh. I was just like, "What?" Would they cozy up to you and then and they like would at first, and, and then, then once they, they found out that you were in a trade, walk away mid sentence. <laughs> I, I can't tell you how many times that happened. Uh, anyway, you guys, uh, miracles. Uh, we got one left here. Uh, Josh, Josh gave the miracle of, of two, two and one before. And uh, you did this on purpose, so I can't pull my <laughs> yeah. Noel went too yeah, long yeah. and didn't allow me to yeah. do my second one. Uh, so, you guys, uh, at Thanksgiving, I have to give thanks to uh, the people I went to. I went to a good friend, Chris and Joanna's, uh, and uh, we, we discussed the show while while we're eating. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, for a while. Oh, and God. So I was asking her, she's from Vienna, uh -huh. and so I was asking her, what are some weird... Uh, European miracles from some village or something. She's mm -hmm. like, ah. And basically she was saying, everywhere you go around Europe, there'll be like a spring 
fresh water spring or something will pop up uh, from erosion in a mountain or something. Mm-hmm. And then at the same time, someone would have a baby or a sick person would get right. better and they would attribute the two together and say it was a miracle from God and people would start pilgrimaging to these springs. Mm-hmm. And she said it's all over the place in these little villages. Uh, so, uh, and and she also said that because it's a spring that came out of an eroded mountain, it often was like stinky, stinky sulfur water, right? right? Uh, so we discussed what we could do with it, and uh, we thought about making little crystal light-type flavor packets to sell by these springs all over Europe uh, to all the pilgrims. And uh, and we thought that was pretty good, but you need to do better, right? What What is one of the most famous miracles ever? Uh, oh, there's uh, uh, the Shroud of Turin. Yeah, I don't know if that's a miracle. I think it's considered a miracle. Yeah. yeah. There's, uh, uh, what's the one, My lady, Our Lady of Fatima? Miracles. Let's go with the Our most Lady famous. Of Fatima is a miracle. Okay, but we're talking we're talking top of the heap. When you think of miracles, number one, I, I'm going to just say. Okay, popcorn. No, number one, <laughs> most famous, top of the charts miracle is would be walking on water. Okay. What's number two? Uh, water to wine. Boom. Water to wine. Okay. You got it on your. 19th guess. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I grew up in a religion that does not believe any of that. Yeah, well, but okay. you've heard of it. Yeah, so whatever. Okay, so Jesus <clears throat> apparently turned water into wine. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I have an uncle uh-huh. who turned water into wine. Okay. Yeah. Well, we're going to let everyone do it, these pilgrims, and we're also going to sell, sell this on the internet, over Amazon, so anyone can get it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're gonna mix grape flavor powder uh-huh. with powdered alcohol uh-huh. <laughs> and allow anyone to turn their own water into wine, be it from these holy water springs, mm-hmm. be it from their holy tap. Mm-hmm. It, you're all gonna be able to do it, and you're gonna call it Jesus juice. We call it. We're not naming it anything. They can okay. name it whatever right. they want. They call saying, it, when I say you, it's the the, uh-huh. the you they call everybody it out there. Yeah, juices. <laughs> Juices Christ. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> and you sell them in three packs. You can sell you can sell Juices Christ along with some Jesus crust pizza. Yeah. <laughs> and it could be the or holiest Jesus. meal. Jesus crust. Jesus crust. That's even better. Yeah. And it would be the holiest meal ever. Oh, uh, it would. It really would. Yeah. I mean, that's a solid idea. Uh-huh. I like it. I don't get um. What is the relationship of the? Was it just the fact that you heard about noxious water springing up? Is that what triggered the idea of the yes. water to wine? That was the first thing. Yeah. Okay. Well, no, that's what triggered. We should give them something to make this water taste better. Oh, okay. Right? I missed so that at first part. it was just like a, a crystal light type thing right. yeah, 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 that yeah. you would sell them, and then but we wanted to make it better and we wanted to broaden our market, so we add the powdered alcohol. <laughs> uh, to the powdered grape mix, yeah, like the holy Kool Aid, it would be uh, it would be it would make a big difference mm-hmm. in uh, the baptizing ceremony. The kids would taste delicious. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> when the holy Kool Aid is placed upon their forehead. It's a baby though. The baby, if anything, would want milk. 
Okay. You could you could baptize it in milk. All right. So you'll sell uh, milk powder and alcohol powder. <laughs> Get the kid drunk on boozy milk. This isn't for kids. Okay. Anyway, I yeah. think it's a good idea. I think it's a solid idea. Yeah. I don't see why people aren't doing that now. I aren't selling like sort of flavored alcohol powders that you can just carry with you wherever you want. Uh, well, you know, the, the states are all <laughs> trying to crack down on powdered alcohol. Right. But if we do it for religious purposes. Were people snorting powdered alcohol? Was that a Ooh. thing? I don't know. <laughs> that seems like the worst thing in the world. <laughs> it might burn a little bit it, going down. Yeah, it would be like borax or uh-huh. whatever. Yeah, I guess probably. I feel like we talked about powdered alcohol in a previous uh, episode we, many we moons ago, we like did. last year sometime. Yeah. Um, and I don't remember what it was in reference Hopefully to. Hopefully not the same thing. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> no, I don't think it was the same idea. But that's a good one, Noel. Uh-huh. I think your first one is amazing, uh-huh. but that's a solid one. Yeah, and the first one I just <clears> got <throat> to, I liked more, too, because I got to list all those saints. Yeah, well, of course. You like your little QI love. When you said your your father P.O., I did a quick scan down my that list to make sure. And there. I would have skipped him, uh-huh. had I? That's fine. You could have mentioned him. It was really just about the stigmata. He's not the only saint that had the stigmata, uh-huh. but he was... Uh, he Sister was, Mary Stigmata from the Blues Brothers? <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> but he was, uh, you know, he's the most recent, uh-huh. and probably the best known at this point. Yeah. Hey, listeners, if any of you just have open bleeding mm-hmm. wounds... Yeah, seriously. Mysterious open wounds. Mm-hmm. Go to a doctor. Oh, I thought you were going to say claim that it's a stigmata well, and make both. a fortune do off both. of it. Do both, but also go to a doctor. Yeah, it's probably wise to go to a doctor first. Yeah. And then if they can't make it any better, yeah. then claim it's the stigmata. Then cha-ching. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, but yeah, go to the doctor. Your health is more important. We've given you so many ideas to get rich. You don't <laughs> yeah. need to sit there with, uh, I don't know, tumors or whatever. <laughs> yes, if you have open bleeding tumors, yeah, it's probably not the stigmata. <laughs> it could be. I mean, again, if they're open bleeding tumors, uh-huh. you're probably going to die pretty soon anyway. Yeah, you might as well use them for good. Well, then you better get rich quick. That's right, because <laughs> you don't exactly. have much time left. Uh, and, and and you know what? We don't have much time left. No, at this we point don't. Of the show. So if you wanna. Because you used up all my time yeah, yeah, with yeah, your yeah. incredibly long. Uh-huh. All the time that you would should have researched, you mean? <laughs> no, I was napping during the time that's, I should have researched. That's a good point. I was busy cooking, Noel. Uh-huh. Some of us didn't have the luxury of going to someone else's home uh-huh. and uh, eating their food yeah. and their time spent doing all the work. That's true. Thanks, yeah. Chris and Joanna. Yeah, exactly, Chris and Joanna. Yeah. Uh, so if you want to... Uh, Reach out, give Josh some some time scheduling tips. Mm. Uh, you can get him on uh, Twitter at GRQ Josh Noel. You can email Noel, <laughs> tell him what a jerk he is for throwing Josh <laughs> under the bus in the middle of the show at uh, GRQ with Josh and Noel at gmail.com. Yeah, or you can uh, get Josh on Facebook and tell him he's just a jerk. He wouldn't be the first person <laughs> to do that on Facebook. Facebook slash GRQ Josh Noel. Uh, you can see the cutest dog on the internet uh, on Instagram at Herschel underscore the underscore Doxador. Yeah. And does that about sum everything up no, there? No, you can go on iTunes. You can <laughs> oh, subscribe. You can yeah. rate. You can review. <clears throat> so this is what I'm going to say about this. Uh-huh. Even if you just listen to us on the radio, yeah, <clears throat> which is great, and we appreciate that, and we love it, 
you should still go on iTunes and at least write a review. Yeah. And and <coughs> as a as a little switcheroo to that That's point, right. if you only listen to us on a podcast, we urge you tune in Saturday nights, eight o'clock, Radio Free Brooklyn, get the schemes five days earlier before right. anyone else, and you'll get the jump. You already have these uh powdered alcohol drinks. That's right. Is it RadioFreeBrooklyn.com or RadioFreeBrooklyn.org? Either one. It, one oh, okay. redirects to the other. Okay. Uh, yeah. So uh, about this time, guys, you got a lot of money. It's a miracle if you're going to ever figure out ways to get rid of it all. So we're going to help you with that, too. Mr. Josh, please take it away. The Pink Star Diamond went to auction in April of 2017, just last week at the time of this video, and smashed its estimate of $60 million. It sold for just over $71 million. It became the most expensive diamond that has ever been sold, overtaking the Oppenheimer Blue Diamond by over $13 million. The Pink Diamond weighs an impressive 59.6 carats and is the largest internally flawless, fancy, vivid pink diamond that has ever been graded by the Gemological Institute of America. There you go. Did you hear all about the, uh, there was that uh, 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 possibly fake Da Vinci? Painting uh, that just sold for okay. I didn't know it was possibly fake. Yeah, there's there's a lot of questions on whether it's a real thing or not. Okay, there's a lot of people who don't think it's real. All right, it just showed up out of the blue. There was no record of it. Then it disappeared for a while. Mm -hmm. Then it came back. It's been touched a lot of times. It's been cleaned a lot of times. And there's a lot of people who are like, mm, yeah, not so sure about this. You know, I forgot to say also stick around. Uh, listen, to it. it's all nice and nice after us. Uh, but uh, how do you know that our ideas are worth uh, leaving your family? Because we're fucking geniuses. Boom, right there. Uh, and uh, Josh, scours the internet for rules of getting rich quick. We got time for like one rule. That's it? To okay. judge our schemes by. All right, here we go. Uh, Maybe two. Okay, all right. First one, think about how to earn at least $50,000 per month. Possible, but not less. Yeah. That is the amount spend rich people in the world every month. Yeah, sure. And uh, you need, probably need a calculator to do that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do we have time for one more? Uh, we have time for one more. Um, uh, learn biography, statements and thoughts of the richest men in the world. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The richest men in spirit. The yes, Saints. exactly. So uh, once again, we're two for two. We're definitely getting rich. So for Josh. And Noel, don't spend all that knowledge in one place. <laughs> Lucky day.